Welcome back to the Tigers Only Podcast. This podcast is going to teach you about fitness, nutrition, lifestyle, and everything in between. Today was episode five. So if you listened to the first four, thank you so much. Um, and on today's episode, the Mindset Monday series, we started last week. Today, I talked about shifting your habits and four easy steps you can implement to start to see drastic results in converting bad habits to good habits or just implementing good habits into your new regimen. So take out your notepad, take some notes and start to implement right away. And I guarantee you start to see amazing results when speaking about your habits. Take a listen and I'll see you on the next one. Welcome back to episode five of the Tigers Only podcast. On today's podcast, we started a new series last Monday called Mindset Monday, where I'll be talking about a little bit of mindset topics, a little bit of motivation, and a little bit about habits, okay? Now, today in our client community, we started a client challenge in which each and every day they're going to have a new task that's going to help hold them accountable to shifting some of their habits around to cultivate a better uh, lifestyle long term. Now, I'm not saying in seven days all my clients are going to have the best habits in the world, but just taking what they already know and putting it into use is actually going to help start shifting those habits around. And I think a lot of people get their wires crossed where they want to learn as much as they possibly can about habits and about how the mind works. And that's great. But taking action and starting putting those things to use is ultimately what's going to drive that change and a shift in your habits. And I made a post last week that I got a lot of questions about. So I thought, why not make a podcast over it? Because that'd be really quick and amazing. And it kind of falls under that mindset jurisdiction. So today we're going to be talking about four steps you can do immediately to start shifting your habits and to start creating new habits. And that's what I want to focus more so on. Now, I don't believe that any habit just needs to be yanked out of your life right away. Obviously, unless it's like you're using heavy drugs or something like that, obviously you need to come off that right away. But like, let's just take the Netflix thing because under quarantine, a lot of people have been reverting to watching Netflix and streaming uh, like movies and TV series to the point it's got a little bit unhealthy. So now let's say at night, one of the things that brings you amazing, like unwinding and a big stress relief is just watching one episode of your favorite show. That's not going to stop you from achieving your goals. That's not a bad habit. But if you get home at 7 p.m. from work and you don't have time to go to the gym or have time to meal prep or have time to work on your mindset or have time to do the things you know you need to do, but you do have time to sit down at 7.30 once you get home from work and order, order food out and then watch Netflix till 3 a.m., that's creating a bad habit in my mindset, especially if you'd be up 6 a.m. the next day because you're putting your health in the back burner just to watch this show. That's where a habit, just a fine little habit can become bad when it starts negatively impacting your health and your ultimate goals and dreams. Okay. Um, and that's what we like to call resistance. It's there's things, you know, you should do. Um, and sometimes we let things that are not important take precedence over things we know we should do in order to be happy. So that's what we're going to work on today is just cultivating a new habit. And these are the four easiest ways to start doing that. Okay. So if you want to start building a habit, make it easy. And what I mean by that, like, let's say you, you have a gym membership. Okay. Your gym membership is 15 minutes away from your house. Work is 25 minutes away. Okay. So you pass the gym every day on the way to work. Okay. Let's say you want to start going to the gym after work. All right. So you get off around five. So five o'clock hits, you've had a rough day at work. You're fucking stressed. And now you have to drive all the way home, passing the gym to get your gym clothes, and then drive 15 minutes back to the gym to do your workout and then come back home. 
actuality of you sticking to that, if you had a really stressful day at work, is slim to none, right? Like you're going to get home, you're going to be stressed, you're probably going to eat something, you're gonna be tired. Once you sit down on that couch, game over, right? So we need to keep you in momentum and we need to make this super easy. So the night before, take your bag that you take to work, put your gym clothes in it, right? Take that to work with you, you leave, the, you leave work, you go straight to the gym, you change, you knock your workout, kill it, then you come home. You just made a quick and easy shift to stop yourself from not going to the gym to come home to be very inactive and just took one little thing and just tweaked it, made it super easy, and now you're hitting your workout before you come home, okay? That's a quick, easy thing you can do. The next thing you can do, um, like a big one I get about is about meal prep, okay? So a lot of people say, I don't, I don't wanna sit down every Sunday and cook seven days worth of food. Okay, well, first off, I don't really think you should be doing that because the food by day seven is gonna be like, ugh, and then you're probably gonna go get food, uh, you're in dine out and spend more money and probably not the best choices. I would suggest just cooking your protein for the next three or four days. Um, nowadays, you can literally get like bagged vegetables that are just have water in them, not a bunch of like processed shit. You can heat up in the microwave and take it with you. Fruit is something you don't have to cook. Uh, a lot of carbohydrates are now somewhat like kind of like those vegetables. Like you can just steam them really quickly in a microwave. So there are a lot of ways you can make it easier. And I think break, breaking up like prepping your protein every three or four days is a little bit better because your food's going to stay more fresh. That's something quick and easy you can do as well. So the ultimate first step here is make it easy. Just make the added step really easy so that it's not like just another task you have to do and you're eliminating that, uh, the resistance there, okay? Um, the next thing is make it attractive, right? So like if you have a goal to go to the gym because you wanna lose weight long-term, right? Write down all the things that will happen as a result of you doing the hard thing, going to the gym, okay? Then place it somewhere that you'll see every single day, right? So this can help serve as a constant reminder of what's going to happen if you complete that task. If I go to the gym four days a week after work, I'm going to lose 10 pounds. I'm going to look better in my bathing suit. I'm going to have more confidence to go out with friends. I'm going to get the girl, I'm going to prove people wrong. When I go home for the holidays, my family won't think I'm a failure. Like these are all things that can come from you doing that hard thing. So by what I call as an accountability mirror, and this is, I just stole that uh, from David Goggins, amazing, amazing uh, book. It's called, um, You Can't Hurt Me. If you have not read that, I highly implore you to go read that or just get an audio book. But there's a thing called an accountability mirror. And an accountability mirror basically is something that he has a conversation with himself in every single day to make sure he's upholding this standard. But one thing I like to do is I'll take a sticky note of that thing that's going to come as a result of me doing the hard thing and I'll put it right there. So like, like I said, if you want to lose weight, you can lose 10 pounds, look good in your clothes, feel confident. Like these are all the things that are going to happen. So make it attractive right? And that's going to all come from you taking care of yourself and going to the gym. I just got a really weird British accent. Oh, cool. I don't know what the hell accent that was, but we're going to roll with it. So make it attractive and make it easy. Okay. Don't add more stressful shit to your life. It's all, it's 2020. It's already been stressful enough. Okay. Make it satisfying. That's the third step. Acknowledge, acknowledge the things you get out of these from taking day-to-day -day action, right? So if you go to the gym, 
right away, you feel accomplished. You could have a shit weekend. You could be very inactive all weekend. You could have a stressful day at work. And if you go to the gym, right away, you're going to get a dopamine spike. You're going to feel great. Serotonin. Yes, I did something. You might be a little bit sore, but you're going to feel accomplished. A lot of that stress and anxiety you have from just day-to-day things that doesn't get released is going to be released and you're going to feel amazing. So that's obviously something that's going to come right away from those. Okay. Um, if you eat nutritious foods, your digestion is going to be better, right? You're not going to be bloated. You're not going to be constipated. You're going to feel better and you're, pro- you're going to have more energy. But the only way this is going to work, this third one of making it satisfying is you're going to have to acknowledge these. Let me say this again. You're going to have to acknowledge these. If you just kind of like don't really give them any thought and you go to the gym and you leave and you go home and you don't think like, how did I feel after I worked out? God, that felt good, right? If you don't acknowledge those, they're going to get pushed under the rug and then they're, it's gonna, you're going to start falling back into your old ways. So that third thing is make it satisfying. Like acknowledge the shit that you feel after you accomplish something you set out to do. And help, like reward yourself for it. Like, like, it, like, like make it satisfying as in like, let's say you have a, like that TV show we talked about in step one. Maybe don't let yourself watch TV that night if you didn't complete the hard thing you wanted to do that day. Like, let's say Monday and Tuesday, you go to the gym, you meal prepped on Sunday. So um, Wednesday, you're not going to the gym. So you have about an hour and you're going to meal prep for the next two days. So Monday and Tuesday, you can't watch that show until you complete the gym, which make it satisfying. There's a little quick reward. Wednesday, off day from the gym, but you still need to meal prep for an hour. You can't watch that show until you're done meal prepping. Okay. So those, that goes a little bit more in depth with it, but make it satisfying is like reward yourself with it. Uh, from it that's going to help you obviously stick to it but always acknowledge the feelings you feel after you accomplish that hard thing okay that's gonna that's gonna go a long way and i feel like people don't really take that one into consideration and that's sometimes where that that feedback loop fails is they don't recognize how they feel after and it's usually amazing okay and accomplished okay but nowadays we have so much shit we have to get done in a typical day that we we end our day feeling very unaccomplished and overwhelmed so when you take time to feel accomplished after you complete a task, like after I record this podcast, I'm going to feel accomplished. I, I did not want to drive home this morning. I want to stay with my family another day. I did not want to drive four and a half hours. Let's just be straight up. I did not want to come straight off the road, shower, and then I went to nap, but I jumped straight on here to podcast. And then right after this, I'm going to go to a coffee shop and bang out client feedback. And I'm going to write content. I'm going to plan out my week for my team. That's all shit I know I need to do, but did I want to do it? No. So I'm going to, after every single task I do today, I'm going to reward myself like, good fucking job, dude. Like you knocked that out, even though today's gloomy outside and you really didn't want to fucking do it. I'm making it satisfying. Okay. So the third and final thing to be successful with changing a habit is make it invisible if it's more negative, right? So theory here is like out of sight, out of mind. Think about that. You hear this all the time, but you don't really think about it. So out of sight, out of mind. And this is something I'm going to get into a little bit deeper um, in just a second. But really quickly, like let's say you have snacks. Like let's say you have snacks that serve you no purpose. There's processed shit. There's just cookies sitting out, sitting out right out in the open in the kitchen. Okay. Now, as we know, after we get off work, a lot of our life revolves around sitting at home, uh, cleaning the house, watching TV, going on a walk, just shit like that. Okay. So you're constantly around your kitchen. You're walking past it all the fucking time. Now, 
if you constantly see snacks on the counter, chances are you're going to stop and grab them. Are you hungry? Probably not. Do you need it? No. But that dopamine thing we talked about, that, that feel good thing, when you have something that tastes good, you get a quick dopamine response so that you want to keep doing it and you want to keep feeding that feeling. Now, dopamine is a thing that mother nature made for us to reaffirm actions, right? And sometimes those are, are, are always the best actions. So that dopamine kick can come from eating a cookie. It can also come from completing a gym, completing a workout. It can also come from crushing a sales call. It can also come from taking your kids to the park and just feeling more in unison with them. Like it can come from a lot of different things, but there's no good or bad dial on what's going to make you feel good. So like grabbing a cookie gives you a quick dopamine response. And then after two minutes, you're like, why the fuck did I just do that? Like, I know that's not what I needed. And it just kind of just threw a dent in my thing. But long story short, if it's out in the open, you're a hundred times more likely to grab it. So out of sight, out of mind. If you can, just get the shit out of your house, right? I'm not, I'm that kind of person. I cannot have cookies and stuff in my house because I know if it's there, my ass will go find it. Truth. Everyone thinks it's all about discipline and it is, I, I'm very disciplined. I'll go, take my ass to go to the gym. I'll go on walks. I'll do shit I don't want to do. Um, but if there's, a, if there's a snack in this fucking house, I will find it. So I can't have it there. But one of the big arguments I get are, well, I have kids. Okay. Not big arguments, but big reasonings to having snacks while you have kids. And kids like treats, right? Okay. So I totally get that. I totally vibe with that. But just because they're in there for the kids doesn't mean you have to see them all the time, right? So if you need to have cookies for the kids' lunch or whatever, then why not, then why not just put them somewhere you can't see them? Like put them up, put them out in the garage on like the fridge out in the garage or put them up on a shelf in the garage. In the morning, you go grab them, you put them in the kid's lunch, you walk away, the deed's done. You're not constantly being exposed to it. So you're not going to be grabbing it every time you see it. If you're working around in the house and you're doing shit and you're cooking and you're cleaning and you're watching TV and spend time with family, if something's out in the garage and it's not like in your eye view, you're not going to go out there and grab it every time you get a chance. Okay. So, or you can put it somewhere that's hard to get to. Um, like I have one client, that her kids, um, I forget what, I forget what treats they love, the, the goldfish, they, she, they love her kids fucking love goldfish. And what she'll do is I told her is go up in the room that's farthest away from the kitchen, preferably upstairs and put them up like somewhere like in a closet or, um, like in a cupboard somewhere like farther, the farthest point away from the kitchen, do it. That's what she did. And she does not grab them unless she's literally grabbing them for the kids lunch. Okay. So sometimes those quick fixes of just getting out of your immediate view and your immediate train of thought, like when you walk by something is going to help, uh, like you stop doing it. It sounds so simplistic, but it really does work. If it's not constantly right in front of you, you're not going to keep constantly indulging if you know it doesn't serve the purpose in what you're trying to achieve. And then if you really want to take the next approach, replace that shit on the counter something nourishing. Like if you struggle to get fruit in, put some grapes or a banana or some apples right there. So if you're going to grab something, you're going to grab that. That's going to benefit you. It's going to nourish your body and it's going to help with everything you're trying to complete. If just living a healthier life. Okay. So just to recap really quickly, the four steps you need to start taking. If you want to start a new habit or shift a bad habit is make the approach easy. If it's just, if it's very hard to get it done, chances are you're not going to want to do it because you're probably already pretty busy. Okay. Step two, make it attractive. Write down all the things that is going to, that will happen 
if you complete that hard task time and time again. That will help serve as a constant reminder of your true potential and what you can achieve. The third thing is make it satisfying. Acknowledge how you feel after you complete those hard tasks. Always acknowledge that's the most important thing to take away from this step. And if you can, add a little benefit, like watching your favorite Netflix show, listening to your favorite podcast, reading a book after you complete that hard task, just to give yourself a pat on the back to reaffirm you to keep doing it so that dopamine release is there and you build that habit in your head, okay? The, third, or the fourth and final thing is if it's a bad habit, make it fucking invisible. If there's snacks out on the cabinet, put them away, get rid of them, get them as far away from you as humanly possible so that you can stick to your goals, okay? And if you wanna take it one step further, replace those bad snacks or that bad habit with something good, but that's a little bit more thorough, okay? So those are the four steps I wanna share with you guys today. Take notes on those, start implementing them right away. Don't just listen to this podcast and think, oh, I should do that next Monday. I should really start doing that. Do that shit today. Those four steps are something you can implement tomorrow and then the next day and then the next day. That's how you shift habits. You're not gonna do it one time. You're not gonna do it for a week. You probably won't do it for a month. You gotta do it for an extended period of time and it will continue to compound off one another and that's where you're gonna start to see that change. So take notes and put them into use starting tomorrow and I guarantee you whatever habit you wanna start creating will start working its way into your life when you start doing all four of these things. Thank you guys so much for listening to episode five. If you don't mind, stop in and give us a rating and review. It's the only way to move up in the podcast world and we will see you on the next one.